Let me try that again. Welcome to episode seven of the Swap Food Podcast. And this is Mr. Swap Fu. And I'm Miss Swap Fu. And we'd like to thank you all for listening to our little show. Absolutely. And I hope you guys are finding it informative. I know that it's been a great thing for us because we get a chance to discuss all the things that we've been going through and how we've been feeling about this kind of an adventure. It's an adventure that we've been going, that we've been experiencing together, and it's been thrilling. It's been fun. It's like climbing Mount Everest. It's like climbing Mount Everest. In a sexual way. <laughs> right. Um, but isn't that the only way you should ever climb it, Mount Everest? It's probably <laughs> I, the sexual I think that's way. It's safer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Your Sherpa should also hold all your sex toys while you're going up the side of the mountain. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, I, I'm going to put Sherpa on my list of things I need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I need a Sherpa. Is, you know, it'll be. That would be a really funny thing is like if you showed up to the uh, the swinger club with your own Sherpa that because you have so many sex toys that they have to like lug them in for you. That'd be cool. Like a, a <laughs> caddy. You have a caddy. <laughs> it's <like> a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, give me, um, <laughs> yeah, like give me the, uh, the pitching, the give pitching the gl- dildo. Give me the glass dildo. <laughs> yeah, give me the glass dildo. Ribbed. <laughs> rib, ribbed. Do you want the number, the number nine? <laughs> it's like, uh, yes, always the number nine. Always the number nine. That's funny. Yeah. Well, that'd be hilarious. So, yeah. So, uh, coming up, uh, Swap Foo Enterprises, um, it's, uh, golf bags for swingers and, uh, see them. Find them in an, at at a, a fine ad, adult entertainment bookshop or video store near you. Price of forty nine ninety nine, and all <laughs> proceeds go to line our pockets, and maybe a, a few cents will go to Planned Parenthood. You lie. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so um, speaking of Planned Planned Parenthood, um, there was um, something that happened in another podcast. Uh, oh yeah. It was in the oh gosh, probably the me, second podcast. Oh no no! I, I was wanted to I, I wanted to talk about the the philanthropic efforts from a, from some fellow podcasters. Oh, it was the super swinger, the super secret swingers. They uh, say that three times fast. Anyway, they uh, they uh, spoke about how uh, they were having some issues with people trying to expose them as swingers and trying to tell their families and just in, 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 I guess in a lot of words, just being shitty people to them. And I obviously think that that's horrible where all of us are entitled to do whatever it is that we feel like we need to do with our bodies. And, you know, gosh, so was it like a protest against Planned Parenthood? Or? Oh, no, no, no. It had nothing to do with Planned Parenthood. This is the oh. super swinger, super secret swingers. Oh. It was a, it's another, it's one of our fellow podcasters out there. And what happened was that um, some uh, some asshole decided that they wanted to that you know they heard the podcast, found out who they were in real life, and then they were going to expose them to their families, and I guess cause oh. <laughs> some kind of embarrassment or whatever. And uh, and uh, the the male half of the party, Jared, uh, the, of the party, said, uh, "Yeah, I said, well, motherfucker, bring it on." And I think that that's admirable, absolutely. And they they also have like a side business that is associated with their with their podcast and with their swinger lifestyle and they've uh, made a I think a very uh, generous effort to contribute some of the pro- proceeds of, of 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 their enterprise to yeah it's a I think it's a adult movie advocacy political action committee of some kind and I thought that that was pretty cool. Well, what are we gonna do if somebody tries to out us? I, you know, I haven't figure that one out yet i guess i'll probably just stand my ground or maybe i'll cower into a hole and 
<laughs> I don't know. I, I can protect myself with the First Amendment. What do you, What do you think your parents would say? I think my parents would be down. Yeah. Yeah, I think my parents would be fine. They'd be like, of course. <laughs> they, well, I think my parents know better than they get in my in my business. <laughs> I know. I think if somebody told my parents, I'd be like, TMI. I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so it goes. I mean, we're all grows up. All grows up. Mm-hmm. We should be able to do whatever the hell we want. Absolutely. Um, and uh, I mean, not hurting anybody. Certainly, I hope not. At least not on purpose. Um, so yeah, uh, I what I, I well sometimes I, it's purposeful, but sometimes it's uh, welcomed. Yes, sometimes sometimes it's begged for. <laughs> um, I, I well, well, you know, and I guess I mentioned Planned Parenthood earlier, and I and and I knew that they were looking for suggestions as to where they could send their money, and I knew that it, I we're kind of late to the game, but that would have been my option. Planned Planned Parenthood, as we said before on this podcast, is is uh, most likely the only sex positive organization in many people's or, in many people's communities, and uh, and a lot of people. Uh, rely on Planned Parenthood for uh, unbiased, judgment-free uh, sexual health services. And, and it is. It's very judgment-free, and it's very impartial and very um, caring and very uh, thorough. Yeah, very thorough. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's our that's our little our, our little shill for Planned Parenthood. They do great work. Um, and, oh, um, I guess I also wanted to mention that a friend of, a friend of mine uh, is in a position where his uh, teenage daughter is in a, situ- in a situation where she's about to become uh, sexually active, and and, uh, and you know they they've decided to put her on birth control, which I think is is is, is awesome. It's phenomenal, and I pointed at them to uh, scarletteen.com as a source for uh, age appropriate sex information for teens so anybody who's out there who's in the situation where they want to uh, share that kind of information with their uh, teenage children please visit scarletteen.com they do great work and it's a great website and it's scarletteen.com yeah scarletteen one t scarlet scarletteen.com mm-hmm. uh, yeah so again we are the Swapfu podcast I am Mr. Swapfu and this is I'm Miss Swapfu and we have a couple things to cover we have a lot of things to cover. Just a couple. Just a couple. Um, again, let's get uh, jiggy with it. Yeah, let's just let's just uh, bust into these topics with an X on the end because I think that's hip. Anyway, um, the I guess the first point is the one that we want to discuss that was most recent on our minds, and that was what happens when you're you know the question surrounding what happens when you get deleted as a friend on a social website oh, by another couple. Oh, that just that's like still a little dagger in my heart yeah it's half an hour fresh yeah <laughs> 45 minutes fresh i mean we had and we had a couple we had a couple that were friends on our sdc site and the next we we uh we're gonna invite them to uh sushi a sushi yep. dinner mm-hmm. and i went to like went to the site to hook up with them to send them an email and they were gone gone from the friends list Yep, deleted how can that happen I don't know. I really don't know. I, we just hung out with them. We hung out with them on Saturday, and well, maybe it's a maybe it's a. Um, I I would like to picture it as like a drama-free mm-hmm. conversation. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like we're we're out of here, and yeah. uh, we don't have to discuss it. Because believe me, I've deleted people from social websites before. Yeah. And the general idea is that I give not a fuck about you. Delete. And so that's what I'm that's what I'm reading from that. 
Yeah, and honestly, I think that I I like to be a bit more of a Pollyanna about it, mm-hmm. and think that well, you know, maybe it happened by accident or you know maybe it was knows. a error in the website. Maybe it was an error in the website, but you know, I guess the bigger question of it is that we can't be all things to all people, and I know that there are aspects of perhaps there are aspects of our personality that they found objectionable, and I know that there's a lot of aspects about. Every everybody's personality, even people that we consider to be very close friends, that at times we can find objectionable. Well, sometimes it's not just that you find someone's personality objectable, but it's that these people do not fit in your life at this time, and right. that that happens, and that's mm-hmm. happened to us in the past, both on the giving and the taking. It's mm-hmm. like this this person or these people just do not fit at this time. Right. And, and so the, you have to separate yourself. I think that the temptation is is because uh, all you know, all of us who are in the lifestyle have undertaken th- this uh, kind of drastically unconventional uh, take on how it is that you're going to lead your relationship. I think that the uh, the conceit is perhaps that everybody who you'll encounter in the lifestyle will will approach it with the same level same level of candor, and maybe that you'll find a connection with them that's a lot more profound than you would with other people and that very well may be the case but i think that in 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 the lifestyle like in any other social circumstance um, the variations of people's personalities will be as present as it is within as, as it isn't anywhere else mm-hmm. so i mean you really can't blame them you know we've been in organizations before that had nothing to do with sex and mm-hmm. which we got along better with some couples and others and um, I, I just thought that we were i thought that i was I, I, I sincerely thought that our relationship with them was better. Well, absolutely. I mean, well, just because you have a commonality with another couple does does not make you compatible, mm-hmm. which, you know, it, that was a big assumption going in, is that we, we would be compatible with every couple in the lifestyle because mm-hmm. we're in the lifestyle. But it's like playing golf or boating or motorcycling or anything. Yeah. I mean, you can have a certain commonality, that just does not carry over to a whole life decision. Sure. And for whatever reason, you know, we were 86th. We were 86th. Yeah, we were 86th. But, you know, there's lots of couples out there who think that we're pretty freaking cool, at least for now. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, and that's fine. It's Mm -hmm. just, uh, I don't know, I guess it's just a little hurtful not to get an explanation like, Mm -hmm. You know, no explanation at all. But, I mean, that's the way relationships happen. So. That's, and you know, and we went through a, I guess, what could have been a pretty intense night for most onlookers, right on Saturday night. And we're not gonna, I guess, we're, we're I'm not gonna like give any pretense of structure to the to this conversation. I'm just gonna go ahead and get into it. Um, that's fine. Last so, Saturday. Okay, okay. This couple deleted us um, after Saturday. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh yeah, they deleted us after Saturday, Saturday night, in which we spent a lot of time with them at the club. Well, there was a group of twelve people. There was or so a big that, group. Yeah, big group. It was two long tables, and we were all just interacting mm-hmm. and having a lot of fun and um, doing a lot of dancing, doing a lot of drinking, and the girls were doing a lot of playing. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, the guys we're doing what the guys do, which is spectate largely a lot of uh, spectating a lot of spectating <laughs> um i like to dance Don't, so do you guys ever get tired of just spectating i, I get mean, 
sick and tired of spectating. I, I would mean, imagine. I don't like being a spectacle. Right. Yeah, well, I, and I, I enjoy two women getting together as much as the next guy. I think it's wonderful. But, I, you know, I'd rather just, like, throw myself into the mix and get busy. And obviously, you know, that, you know, that just doesn't go over that well. That doesn't go over that much. Well, I, I want to preface the conversation about Saturday night with saying this. I believe it was the best, like, players swap up, hook up night ever mm-hmm. that I've ever, ever had. Saturday right. night was bar none the yep. best. Yeah, it was. It was a lot of fun. I mean, enormous amounts of fun. Uh and, you know, over the course of the evening, we had spoken to this other couple. This, you know what? Let's not talk about them anymore. How's that? Oh, no. We don't have to. Yeah, let's talk about Saturday night because it was about, hot. Let's talk, about, <laughs> let's, let's talk about the people that – let's talk about the people who didn't unfriend us. <laughs> yeah. Fuck those people. I give not a shit, dude. Yeah. It's like, if you don't like me, that's fine. That's fine. There's lots of people that do. <laughs> so the evening the evening rolled along on, on a Saturday night, and the girls were getting hot and heavy, and there was – I was certainly talking to a few girls well, at the time. Well, the thing is, we had been hanging out with several couples, yes. and it was just kind of like the perfect storm where all of these people came together on Saturday night. Yes. And we had the big table. <laughs> yeah. All of the people like that were showing up were like hanging out with us, and it was yeah. very cool. Yeah, it, it certainly was, and um, and but what was, but as it as it turned out, you know, we just kept on hanging out and partying at the table. Nobody was making it back to the private rooms for any real actual. Nobody sex. went to the private rooms, but yeah. what there was was a down and dirty little girl session going on in between the two tables. Yeah, that was amazing. It was amazing. It was, uh, uh, yeah, it was, uh, you know, the It was like this, this hot Latino woman with, mm-hmm. like, tits for days. And yes. this very wonderful, nice, hot, blonde woman. Yep. And the two of them together were, like, the major attraction. Yes, they And were. in between the tables, they were kissing and hugging, and all of a sudden the boobies came out, and yeah. there was booby rubbing. And <laughs> or, it as, was or as Ms. Like, who likes to call it, the booby game. <laughs> it is the booby game, and it's I'm so boob- over the booby game because it's like, ah, oh, whipping out my boobs, seriously? That's, like, uh, so old school. But anyway. Yeah. That's what you do with the vanilla clubs. <laughs> I'm like, I can do that at any club. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> these two girls were kissing and rubbing boobs and just having like a great time and fingering each other miss e like went down on the latino girl and it was yeah. like on it was like there was a it was like a gang fight there was like a, just a crowd of people like <laughs> circling yeah. around those two watching them just do their thing and they were hot yeah, the male halves of, the, of those two hot. couples were kind of engaging them, and kind of urging them, and rubbing them in the, all the right places to, you know, it was it was it was hot. Those two girls together were like, and you know what? They had equal boobage, and that was very cool. Yeah, <laughs> they both right. had like great, Massive a great, great breasts. racks, yeah. and they were just making the most of it. It was very, very cool. And then Miss Swapfu, not to be left behind for too long. It was good stuff. 
I didn't do that much. You didn't. I mean, but, and you know what? Maybe we should talk about what happened before, before you actually stepped in. What happened before? Well, cut to you and I. Oh. Because we were, well, anyway, I was feeling a little, I was feeling a little. The pressure was mounting. There was a lot of pressure. The pressure pressure. was mounting, and and you were um, feeling stressed. I was feeling stressed because there was just. You were feeling stressed because of this. There were a lot of beautiful women there. Right. And that's a lot of pressure. But right. on top of that, there was the couple that we spoke about in a, in another podcast mm. that, you know, you're not feeling so much about the female maybe. Right. And, you know. The, they were there. The male and I, are like, totally hit it off. Mm-hmm. But. And in the meantime, I was there. Well, yeah. It, yeah. Miss Wapu and the male hit it off very, very well. And I just. And we'll get to the reasons why in a second, but uh, there were a lot of other girls, a lot of so other women you, there. So you had that this I was woman that you had a history with. Yes. That um, she showed up ready for action, mm-hmm. but then there were all these very other hot women there, showing a lot of interest. Like, yeah, and there was just a lot going on. Yeah. And, and I could, I could, I can see you like starting to feel the pressure. Yeah. Feeling the pressure, feeling the pressure. And you and I were having a conversation like, you know, I, I, I'm not sure I want to do the green room thing or I, you know, honestly, I don't remember what the conversation was, but well, I mean, um, basically what it would happen was I, I told you that I wasn't feeling comfortable. Mm-hmm. I wasn't feeling comfortable. There was a lot of stuff going on. There was a lot of things that I wanted to do, but at the same time I felt like there was a lot of pressure for me to get together uh, with this woman and I felt like I mean I discussed it earlier but I felt like I just wasn't there with her so you said you know and I was like debating just leaving the club because I didn't want to be I didn't want to be in a position where I was going to disappoint everybody you know because there were other women there who were very interested in getting together getting together with me and and people that I wanted to talk to and and honestly I just felt like this other couple just wasn't on it wasn't even on my radar and, and you said you said, "Oh, Miss Wapu just only wants to be with this guy, so that's you know." So I, I felt I like I have well, to buck up. I have to buck up, and I have to make this thing happen. And you know, and I'll be perfectly honest with you: it's like I can't, I can't just stand and deliver when it comes to erections. It just doesn't happen that that way for me. You know, combination of factors: maybe I drink too much, maybe I'm too stressed, you know, maybe I'm too inside my head, maybe I have insecurity about doing things in public, whatever it may be. It's just. It isn't going to happen every time on command, you know, and I know that it's, like, not a very manly thing to admit that. But, hey, it's a candid conversation and, you know, 5,000 strangers or whatever it is that listen to our podcast, they can make, they can, they can judge for themselves. But I'm honestly speaking candidly. But, candid the, but the fact of you. the matter is you're not a performer. <laughs> not a performer. I'm not a performer. So I, uh. So the, the coolest thing that actually happened all night mm-hmm. was that. Mr. Swapfu and I said, hey, let's step away from this situation and go and talk about what's going on. Mm-hmm. And once we talked about it, we were completely on the same page. We we're no, like, we sp- no, I, absolutely. We're, you know, we're down for the same thing. We're, we're not accepting of the same things. It's like just that five or ten minute conversation away from the action. Because yeah. there was a lot going on. And it was There's just a lot, a lot of pressure on. for a lot of people. It was yeah. it was a lot of pressure for me. I mean, I wanted everybody to be happy and be having a good time, 
and then all of a sudden I you know you you were not having a good time and that's I wasn't like I wasn't unacceptable. Like, and I felt like you know if we were going to go into the private room with this other couple I mean I was it's already in my head it was like planted like a you know like some kind of a like some kind of an illness in my head that it was not going to be successful that it, it was not going to be a successful experience mm -hmm. and and uh you know i didn't know how i w was going to dispel that from happening and to further complicate matters i thought that if miss fafu and i removed ourselves from the situation and went to the green room and then did whatever with this couple had it and what i knew was going to be in, in my case probably not a very positive experience and then came back there, uh, there was a good chance that everybody else in the group would have either dispelled or hooked up with other people or who knows you know i knew that it was probably pretty likely that we were going to go home right after that and honestly i was just having it was just a great time you know and i didn't want to remove myself from the situation so and we didn't so we decided to we fell back on our charming personality <laughs> right we gave our we gave each other a bit of a, pep, a, a bit of a pep talk a pep talk made the i think invaluable uh, decision that if nothing were to happen with this other couple or with anybody else, that everything we're is going to cool. be fine. Yeah. We're going to enjoy ourselves. We're going to be, uh, the you know the the social animals that we are, and we're going to go out there and we're going to have a good time and do what we can to make sure everybody else does as well. And what I took away from that conversation was that I felt like you thought that I really had a lot counting on the fact that you can go and deliver with this woman with this female of this right. other couple when in fact I didn't right I I did not because it, it's like we're in it together or mm -hmm. we're out of it together and to right. me it honestly didn't make a difference either way so yeah. I think we were able to come to terms with that on our little like breakout session <laughs> that we did and that's kind of cool yeah, I thought it was. It's like, you know what? We're feeling a lot of pressure. Let's just break out, go talk about it. And we, you know, we we realigned, absolutely. Mm -hmm. And we were able to go back to the table and have an even better time with everyone. Right. Because we were, you and I were cohesive about yeah. this, about going forward. Yeah, I, I went out there and I just started, you know, I just went out there and, and I felt like I was just, I had like a, 10 you know like a 100 pound weight off of my shoulders and i just felt like i could go out there and do what i do which is like engage people and try to get them to have fun and get people dancing and all the stuff that i enjoy doing and then you know and and, and remove, my, remove myself from a more of a negative place so that was it was phenomenal that was I, awesome. I think the moral of the story is when you start feeling a lot of pressure remove yourself from the situation and talk to your partner it's all always about that communication Mm -hmm. we removed ourselves we went and communicated about it and when we went back mm -hmm. we were we were awesome i mean right. you and i were very cool and it's just about recognizing that it's like this is there's too much going on or there's too much pressure there's mm -hmm. you know something's going it, anything at all is going awry just remove yourself from the situation for 10 minutes just say up oh, 10 minute break and you know go go talk to your partner cuz because you can really get back on the same page and you know mental stress for these kinds of things last thing not not worth it yeah it's the last thing not worth it so and it really expands your um 
your connectiveness to your partner it by does. being able to say, you know what? We're removing ourselves from this situation. What is it that you want? What is it mm-hmm. that, you know, is that we're all going to be okay with? Right. So that was cool. And to me, that was like the highlight of the night. Yeah, it was great. It was really awesome. It was really awesome. So um, another thing that I wanted to talk about, and this is kind of related, um, is that one of the things that I've noticed about about uh, this woman, the woman uh, part of the party that, that I'm not that I haven't been able to connect with really mm-hmm. or you know feel that much of a connection with is that she doesn't really demonstrate any interest in me sexually mm-hmm. and I, I know that this is something that came out in the conversation that Allie from SwingerCast had with those that group of guys that desire um, in that they one of the things that they said is that they wanted they, they really felt that women should be more open to speaking about what it is that they want uh sexually uh in these situations and i know that women are usually uh told or they learn culturally to take the back seat in these situations and that they can't really own their sexuality or own their sexual behavior that is something to be ashamed about or whatever hey we're swingers you know it's like what we're we're seeking is a, a fairly hedonistic activity well i don't think that uh females that do not express themselves or are exhibiting any of the things that you just discussed I think that a lot of, my personal opinion is that women that don't exhibit these things, exhibit these uh, patterns is because they generally just have not had to do so in the past. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that that very well may be the case. Um, But, you know, and they expect guys to take charge, and I'm I'm a take charge kind of guy. Um, but I felt like I'm almost, you know, I didn't want to be in a situation where I was like shouting out a blank wall, you know, you know, that there wasn't any kind of correspondence coming back my way. And, um, I mean, I don't know. You may disagree. I, I just, I, no, I don't. I, I think if, if some, if, uh, if someone approaches you and, and gives an indication that a response is, you know, appropriate and necessary. Mm Mm-hmm. But, you know, for women, there's a fine line between being receptive. I, I, I find myself being on the more receptive side than mm-hmm. the aggressive side. Right, right. Because I've, I've been on the aggressive side with males, and it doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't work. Uh, going that way, it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. There has to be mutual aggressiveness is my belief. There has to be mutual aggressiveness in relationships. Mm-hmm. Whether they be sexual or or emotional or whatever they are, um, it can't be all one sided. It can't be. It all cannot one-sided. be all one sided. And you know, I've been the comer honor, mm-hmm. where I've been rejected. Mm-hmm. You know, for whatever reason, and it's not a nice place to be. Yeah. Um. I mean, there has to be a balance in that. There has to be. So for the women out there, if a guy is expressing interest, I would say express interest back. And if a woman is expressing interest, express interest back if there's an interest. Right. You know, it it can't be, you know, we're not, you know, chasing the tail of the dragon. 
It's like you can't just expect want the the other party to do all the work because it's discouraging. It is. It's discouraging, and you know you you feel unappreciated, and you know start twiddling your thumbs, and you start looking around. It's like, well, I guess this isn't working. I mean, maybe I should just learn how to take the hint. But then in retrospect, I find out, it's like, oh no, she thinks you're just great. I'm like, well, she could have given me some sort of indication that yeah. that was the case. Well, you know? that was the conversation that I had with, okay, going yeah. back to the couple. Yeah. Um, we were at the club Saturday and they were kind of disappointed because, you know, the guy and I have hit it off so well. And the female was like, you know, aren't, aren't, aren't we going to hook up tonight? And I was like, you know, honestly, Mr. Swap Food doesn't even realize that you're attracted to him. And she said, really, why not? And I said, well, you don't flirt with him. You don't engage him. You don't, you know. And she was real quick. She came back and she said, I don't flirt with anybody. Yeah. And, and I said, well, maybe you should change that. <laughs> because how do you engage someone I mean, besides intellectually, I mean, right. you, can get, you can engage someone intellectually yeah. and discuss, you know, mm -hmm. whatever world affairs, philosophy, finance. Yeah. You, can, you can engage someone in all kinds of conversations, but how do you engage someone in a, in a conversation of sex? How do you do that? Yeah, because geo geopolitics don't, do don't give me a bonus. Yeah, <laughs> you, don't, you don't do that by... You know, it saying, I'm only going to be me, and me does not engage in flirting. Well, I it's, mean, it's if, 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 you, if you is interested in me, <laughs> then that, that, that part of you should come out, you know? Uh, yeah, I think there needs to be, and, and it's so uh, un, not unfamiliar, but it's so unexpected mm -hmm. to be in the swinger community and to meet someone that doesn't understand that you you have to express interest in other people. But apparently, that is really going on in this community. Yeah. You have to learn how to express yourself. Yeah. And you your wants and your desires. People. You don't have to be, you know, a freaky slut about it, but <laughs> you can... <laughs> You can at least express interest. So you can express interest. Well, okay. Well, I think that, that we covered that. And I appreciate, again, um, Allie from the Smirrocast is bringing that up as a question because, honestly, I haven't heard that one before in a podcast, and, and it really made me think. It's like, well, that's exactly what's going on in this case. Well, what, what was the question? I didn't hear the question. It was just the, the topic that we just discussed about girls having to, needing to express interest more often. That was something that they discussed in an earlier podcast from the Oh, was there a question, though? Oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't really a question. Oh. It was a topic. Oh, okay. It was a topic. Okay. Yeah. All right. That girls so. need to be more involved. Yes. You can't just show up and go, oh, I have a pussy, and here I are. <laughs> and, wait, and, and then wait for the booby game. Yeah. I mean, get I mean, involved. Wait, I, girls hit on each other mercilessly. I, mercilessly. I don't <laughs> dig it. Mercilessly. I don't dig it. You know? I don't. I don't dig it, but... Whatever. Yeah. 
I think you know, and the, I think the tone of our of our podcast is pretty somber, considering what a good time we had on Saturday. Yeah, we did have a really good time. I would yeah. call it the keystone of my playing days. Yeah, that is like last Saturday was the bomb. Last yeah. Saturday was uh, well, like it, I told Mr. Swapfu, I I said of all the years of playing, yeah, last Saturday was the best night. Yeah, absolutely. It was great. And so what happened? So we, uh, after, you well, know, we, we came back. we went to the club. Yep. There was like the whole girl thing. Right. At the club. And right. I and did you, release the valve a little bit and do a little bit of girl playing, but it was more like girl, uh, uh, I, I kind of dominated the whole like little girl thing because... I was not going to get down on the floor and have somebody eat my pussy in the club. Right. It's like, and no. And you weren't going to eat any. And I wasn't going to eat pussy either. Yeah. Cause in the club. Because to me, it's just like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'll watch and learn, and I will be uh, played, but I'm not, like, getting down on the carpet and eating pussy or any of that stuff. It's just not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but um, there was a lot of that going on. Well, I was surprised that you did as much as you did, considering the conversations we had regarding you know your bisexuality and where your status is with it. And um, uh, I thought it was very hot, very very hot. I loved I loved seeing you do that, and I think that you were enjoying yourself. I was enjoying myself, but all the while I knew I was a spectacle. Right. You know, it's like yeah. you're just a spectacle. Right. You're not enjoying yourself like to the full extent of like this is the ultimate joy mm -hmm. you're enjoying yourself like you know this is gonna like you're hoping that this is gonna move on to something else because mm -hmm. it wasn't you know that's not why I'm there what right. playing the booby game is just it just you know it's just not me and the booby game for people you know that don't know is when women get around the table and all of a sudden like shirts start flying up and boobies are being whipped out and everybody's like comparing boobies and everybody has hot boobies and it's just like oh my god the booby game and <laughs> <laughs> then uh, yeah Miss Fafu had a really funny thing you know when she t first told me about the booby game it was like she said oh really well you do it better than I do what are you saying? It's like, oh, we're, are oh we gonna all these girls started like picking up their shirts and showing their tits. And it's like, come on, I've been doing this for a long time. <laughs> so, so all these girls are like picking up their shirts and they're showing their tits. And they're like, come on, Miss Swap Foo, come on, show your tits. And I'm like, really? We're playing the booby game. <laughs> Doesn't anybody want to go to the green room? Because in the green room is where the sex happens. <laughs> Apparently, the booby game Pe is foreplay. I don't know. Appar yeah. Apparently, the, the booby game is the order of the week. And, and uh, for all of you, all of you women out there, I like to say that I appreciate the booby game immensely, and I think that it's it's hot. But Miss Fapu is a, of a different mind of it. But she was very a very good sport about it this last Saturday, and I you know I think that. I think that it, I hope, maybe I dream, and maybe I fantasize that in the back of her mind she got some sort of a sexual, sexual thrill out of it. If she didn't, 
then that's fine too. No, not really. <laughs> no, okay. Well, that's the way it goes. I've that's seen enough boobies and I've showed my boobies enough and I'm just like Women yeah. women are beautiful and wonderful. But you know, you only need to see so many boobies and I know you that's like so not a guy thing. <laughs> you prefer you prefer men. You prefer men. You prefer men, you prefer you prefer getting fucked. Well, I think I'm in a kind of a um I'm I'm taking a stand kind of thing because I know if I say I'm bisexual and I accept bi women and that you know, that kind of thing, that that I'm gonna be pegged as that. Mm -hmm. And I want to stand as I'm a female that wants to have sex with men. Mm. I want that to be my mantra. Right. I'm a I'm a woman that likes to have sex mm -hmm. with men. Mm -hmm. I don't want to play the booby game. But <laughs> so I don't want to get like super over involved in that and I don't mm. want that to be like the party favor where right. I'm invited to a party to do that. I just want I mean that was fun. It was fun. It was fine. But I wasn't going to be submissive about it, and I wasn't going to, um, I was just, to me, it was just about, it was just a little floor foreplay. It was mm -hmm. just a little fun to be had at the club. Right. And I think I turned that valve on a little bit and had a good time with it, but I'm, you know, to be honest, it's... It's not for it, you. It's fine. You know what it is? I don't want that to happen in lieu right. of having a male partner. Right. Oh, I understand. If I can do both, that's fine. But I'm not giving up, you know, my my female sexuality, my female attractiveness to having sex with guys. Mm -hmm. Because I have to stay focused. Or else <laughs> I'm not getting what I want. Right, right. And just to reiterate, Saturday night was a lot of fun. I know that again. Just to say it again, that the 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 the, the, the um, maybe the, the the overall feeling was a negative one that we're trying that we're conveying, and that's not at all. We had a great it's time with everybody out there. It's not at all. It wasn't at all negative. It, we had we had a wonderful time. We had a wonderful because time. Because this is the coolest thing. Okay. At, at the end of the evening, one of the couples had a hot tub party, and they invited yep. several couples over. For an after party. For an after party in the Absolutely. hot tub. Oh, my God. Nothing has made me want to own a hot tub more than that night. But yeah. that night was so awesome. Yeah, and that's why I call night. it the keystone. It's the keystone of my playing experience because... All of the most awesome couples showed up. And when I say awesome, I mean people that really want to play. I'm I'm saying not people that are like posers or people that are like, you know, newbies. Or I'm saying the players showed up to the hot tub. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a really good time. I mean, uh, this couple who own the hot tub, they're, you know, they're obviously they're friends of ours. And, and uh, yeah, we showed up and. You know, before you know it, 
several of us were naked in the hot tub. Not everybody got into the hot tub, but we're not going to get into that. Um, but and yeah, um, yeah, the people that didn't get in naked, there were. We're not going to worry about them. And then the Miss Fafu and I uh, hooked up with a with another couple in the hot tub. Yeah, and it was one of the most interesting things to me because, <laughs> well, I was in the hot tub. Yeah. I was facing away from the crowd of people that were there. Yeah. And I was getting sexed. You're getting fucked. Yeah, I was getting fucked. <laughs> I was You're getting, getting fucked. sexed. I was, I was in the hot tub. I was <laughs> facing away from the crowd. <laughs> I was bent over. I was holding on to the hot tub. And this guy, who's an awesome guy, yeah, was like, I don't know. Is that bad? Can I make noises? You can do whatever you want. Like, eh, 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 eh. And uh, it was very, very nice. Well, I didn't know until the next day that the people outside of the hot tub were watching us. Yeah. Well, yeah, the assumption can be made. In the meantime, I was playing with his wife opposite you, and you were so enthralled by what was happening to you, you didn't even see that we were in the hot tub with I you. I didn't which know. Is, <laughs> uh, and she and I were getting well we didn't actually well you had a little bit of sexual intercourse you know or whatever but we mostly made out a lot and played with each other a lot and she has a nice rack very nice rack christ it was nice yeah and just enjoyed each other's company immensely it was hot she's beautiful and she's smart dude she's like well a smart (laughs) yeah and, uh, yeah, and, and, you know, and then that was only the beginning of the evening, and the evening went on. I mean, after that, we stayed there until, like, 5 o'clock in the morning. It was fun. It was fun. There were a lot of carrying on and conversations, and somebody whipped fun. out a, they whipped out the, the couple who was hosting the party, the, and, and they're listeners to the pod, of the podcast, by the way. Um, they, she had received a, a paddle with one of those, one of those engraved paddles, or I guess it was, that has the word love cut out. Love. Uh, cut out in the reverse on the on the paddle and we uh we we paddled her for her bir- her birthday with it and uh yeah so her butt was nice and red after that was done and then a couple other a couple other girls got some good swats from it and i think that the girl that the the woman that i that, that i fooled around with well because i fooled around with the other girl too anyway but yeah um she ended up with the word love engraved on the bottom of her butt so she's For got that. Th- it would know. Well, this is the other oh. one. Yeah, she's got that. She got that to think about for the rest of the week. It was definitely a good time. So after that, but there was all kinds of stuff going on. There was there, well, there, was there were a lot of people there. I didn't realize how many people were there until after I was fucked, and then all of a sudden I turned around and I'm like, oh my god, there's a lot of people here. <laughs> and I need. It's like there are a lot of people here. And I need a sandwich. <laughs> 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 so, but so that was, uh, you know what? I think that that's going to be pretty good for now. That's, uh, I think, don't you think we've covered quite a few things? Not really. Yeah, I'm totally yeah. good. You're cool. I think that we did. And again, you know, sorry if this podcast came across as a bit of a downer, but you know, there's a couple of th- serious things that we wanted to talk about. Um, again, I'm not a. Uh, being deleted was not cool. Um, anyway, not going to recap all the bad things. Why? You guys can just go back and listen to the whole thing. Hot tub party. 
That's A number one. A number one. I'm going to get a hot tub. If you ever get invited to a hot tub party, go. 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 And yeah. uh, bring some blinky lights. Blinky. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bring blinky lights. Miss um, Wafu was wearing a pair of blinky bunny ears the whole time, and those were a big hit. They were. So if you go ever go to a hot tub party, bring anything that blinks, and yeah. you're going to be in. <laughs> You'll be the bell of the ball, <laughs> so to speak. The bell getting bald. <laughs> um, so, but, oh, um, I guess there's a couple other things that I want to talk about. No, no, I guess we co- pretty much covered it out. I want to give everybody a shout-out. I wanted to thank, thank, double thank, triple thank our listeners. Just really wanted to thank them. I know that Miss Wapfu thanks you all, too, for listening to our nah, ramblings. Nah, not so much. Nah, I'm kidding, and I do. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's uh, we 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 uh, we do this for ourselves. I'll, I'll admit that we do this uh, podcast for ourselves to kind of journal what we're doing. But it's always encouraging to see that you know that a lot of people out there are listening to it. Um, you know, I listen to podcasts, to the Swinger podcast. I think they're great. Um, I know that this was not probably the podcast that you would choose to listen to if you want to be titillated, which is fine. If you do, hey, whatever floats your boat. Um, uh, but I, I, you know, we really just see this as an imp- is that right. titillating? I I I no, suppose, yeah. yeah. Are you gonna like throw some like CPR things on me? <laughs> right, some, a defibrillator. Yeah. I don't know. I I, I think that I, that's it's, it's it's information. It's information. It is. As always, we appreciate the feedback. Oh oh oh! I remember what I wanted to talk about. I wanted to talk about the uh, hedonism versus desire. Oh yeah, you got some thing. feedback on that. I got I got a I got a bit of feedback yes. on it. Um, mostly from. Um, Allie from SwingerCast, and I guess I got a couple more, but more notably, uh, Allie said that um, that she never has never been to bed before 4 a.m. on a desire on one of their desire trips. So sounds good. Uh, that that sounds like a, that sounds like advice that I can put in the uh. bank, and I think that a lot of the maybe a lot of the I think a lot of what we were hearing regarding the trips are more based on whatever the group depends on what the scheduling is yep i might be uh, on my period yeah maybe i just like to say periods (laughs) (laughs) you know how big a bummer would that be you're gonna drop thirty eight hundred dollars to go to mexico and you're on your period well i I would have to get one of those uh prosthetics (laughs) prosthetic what uh Prosthetic period stoppers. Oh, 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 the, uh, yeah, the the menstrual cap. Is that what it's called? It's called a menstrual cap. That's crazy. Cap. Yeah. Anyway, it's like a, I You know I would never do it. I know you would never we do it. Unless we were at Desire in February. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we're uh, creepy. <laughs> we're not creepy. We're we perfectly are. wonderful we're people. We are. creepy. <laughs> Or creepy fun. <laughs> oh, you're creepy fun? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to wrap this up before this gets any weirder. All right, ciao. Uh, ciao. Um, just remember, your marriage may vary. Uh, thank you very much for listening. And I'm Miss Swap Foo. I'm Mr. Swap Foo. Get laid, fuckers. Swap Foo! <laughs> <laughs>